Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Previously on A New Winter, below me was Nicola the stripper and in the snow in front of her she had written with twigs and blood help me this is episode 21 of a new winter my coat and ran outside and there she was in front of me I could see she was terrified there were scratches, bruises and some deep cuts her eyes began to well up and she cried and fell forward I threw my coat over her and helped her up and slowly took her inside I sat her down in the kitchen and got her a glass of water she sipped at it gently and I shushed her just to calm her down Her breathing slowed, and I could feel her muscles start to relax. It's okay, I kept saying. You're safe here. You're safe. She nodded slowly. She wasn't turning to look at me. Instead, she just stared into the glass, rubbing the rim slowly with her finger. I wasn't sure whether to ask her what happened yet. Instead, I thought I'd just wait. I'd wait until she was ready to talk. It was the middle of the night, after all. You can sleep in my bed, I said. Nothing weird, I'll sleep on the sofa down here. No, she suddenly turned to me. Please, don't leave me alone. I can't be alone. Okay, okay, I said. Then, look, I'll sleep on the floor, all right? You need to have a shower first, though. Then I'll have to have a look at your cuts. She nodded, and I took her upstairs. I'd guessed my mum had drunk herself to sleep until we crept up the stairs and she poked her head out. What's going on here, she said. Then after noticing Nicola, her eyes enlarged and she threw the door open. What the bloody hell have you done? Oh my God, what have you done? What? I was shocked. 
Do you think I did this? She's a friend, okay? She needs help. Look, just go back to bed. You're not helping anyone. Go to sleep. No, I... We, we should call someone. I, go to bed, I said, through gritted teeth. I was sick of her sticking her nose into my business. Think of the worst of me at every step. I wasn't having it, not tonight. She closed the door and didn't come out for the rest of the night, thank God. Nicola went to the bathroom, came out and looked a lot better. She was still bruised, but after looking at her cuts, it seemed to not be as deep. It was nothing that a few various sizes of plasters would be able to sort out. After she was cleaned up and a bit more together, I made her a cup of tea and brought it to her in bed. She looked gorgeous right there. No makeup caked on, no false pretenses, just her natural, out-of-the-shower look. And I could see how pretty she really was. I immediately felt guilty for even thinking that. She'd come to me for help. And here I was, I just couldn't avoid the male gaze, objectifying her. I put all that aside and sat on the bed, and just said to her very softly, Look, do you want to talk? She shook her head, no. Hmm. I said, okay, look, I understand. I threw a duvet onto my bedroom floor, grabbed a pillow from the wardrobe and settled down for the night. I don't know why, but there was something magical I felt when I settled down. It wasn't often I had a girl around, to be honest. I never one as beautiful as her, but what with everything happening, it was just nice just to have someone there, some company. I didn't want to sound patronising to her, but... I just wanted to look after her. Seeing her like that was distressing and I, I couldn't sleep until I'd figured out what must have happened to her and why had she come to me? As soon as I started, I heard Nicola get out of the bed and come under the duvet with me. She cuddled up behind me. I could hear her breath get deeper and, well, she'd almost immediately fallen asleep. And not long after, I did as well. In the morning, I awoke to find her back in the bed, but facing the other way. I wondered if I'd dreamt it, maybe. But she turned round to look at me. Good morning, she said, in a thick Eastern European accent. Morning, I replied. Would you maybe like some breakfast? No, she said. We have lots to do today. We need to get started. Um, okay, what do you mean? Do you know what happened to Stan the man, she asked, whom we got the gun from? I paused. Was this a trick question? Did she even know that I was there when he died? My hesitation was taking too long and she was looking at me curiously. I had to say something. Uh, yeah, I finally admitted. I did. I heard he was killed. Hmm, she said. Well... His boyfriend is very angry. Very, very angry. They think that... Well, they think that I killed him. They did this to me. Him and his... His friends. His... His boyfriend. Yes, she said. Did you know you actually have gay people in this backwater town? Unbelievable, yes. Well, at least she had her spirit back. And she carried on. I just want my sister. I want to know where she is. Dead or alive. I got up 
and I went to console her. Ugh, don't touch me, she said. She turned back round. And I felt slightly hurt, betrayed even. I thought we'd had a moment together, but... Ugh, I guess I was just mistaken. I decided to get dressed, and by the time I got back, Nicola had put on some of my clothes. I'm ready, she said. And she looked slightly ridiculous in rather oversized, mismatched clothes, but I wasn't going to argue. We walked outside, and she started looking around. Hmm, it's cold, she said. It's snowing more than usual. Um, okay, I guess so, I said. Did you tell anyone I was here, she asked. Uh, no, who could I have told? Like, anyone? No, I didn't tell a soul, nobody. Hmm. She seemed satisfied with that answer. So, where are we going, I asked. We're going to the line. Oh, God, please, not back there, I said. Why are we going there? I need to find someone, and you're going to help me. You want to help, yes? Um, yes. Okay. And then as we walked, I kept my mouth shut throughout the entire journey there. She clearly was in no mood to talk, and I didn't want to make her even angrier. When we finally got to the line, she banged on the door. I mean, it was still quite early. The madame opened up the door after about two minutes, hazy-eyed, and there was a smell of weed that was pungent, even from our distance. Nicola, the madam exclaimed. Oh, it's rather lovely seeing you here. Where have you been? What hath happened to you? Well, can we come in? Nicola asked. The madame looked at me. Her face fell. And she took a small step backwards. Her eyes didn't move and she said, Yes, please do. As we entered, the madame poured herself a drink by the bar. It looked like gin and she pulled it straight and offered us one. We both refused, but the madame drank regardless. So, what happened? she asked. You look a state. Never mind about that. We need to find a certain someone, and I want you to tell me who. But, before we begin, I should say that I know you know who it is. You undoubtedly say that you don't know, but I know that you do. So please, let's not play that game. Secondly, I should add that if I don't find this person, I will be killed. There's no doubt that I shall be murdered and probably abused even more horrifically than the last few days where I've been beaten and raped by your friends, by those that you gave my sister to. The madame put her drink down. She began to stare at me, her eyes pleading. But for what? Now, now come on, the madame said. You know I don't have anything to do... Now, Nicola interrupted. Tell me. I want to know who killed Stan. Who killed Nikolai? I started to sweat. Even though I didn't kill him, the madame wasn't to know that. I mean, she knew I was there, in that room. But she wasn't about to throw blame at Mr Tooley, the real killer, or myself, whom I imagine she thought I was very chummy with. Uh... She started stuttering and looked at me again. I shook my head to say no. Don't say. Don't tell her I was there. Nicola came back. Tell me. 
You must have it on your security tapes, right? Take me to them. No, they've been deleted, the madame quickly said, as if it was a way out. Well, then you won't mind me looking them, will you? She looked at me again. Why are you looking at him? He won't help you, Nicholas said. Please, please, just just go. Nicholas sighed. I can't. I really can't. And from her pocket, she took out a knife. Make no mistake, if it's between me dying or you, I will choose you. I started to protest, but Nicola whipped round with the knife. Be quiet. You want to help? Then help. Grab her hand. No, the madame shouted and went to get up. Nicola grabbed her and pulled her back down. Grab her, she shouted at me. I ran around and stood in her way. The madame just looked up at me, confused. And I didn't know why, but I was confused too. What the hell was I doing? She's trying to save me here, and here I am, threatening her. She was screwed either way, and she knew it. I had to think of something fast. I know you have a secret camera, Nicholas said. I know that you've kept something like this, like a murder, specifically a secret. A secret to use against someone someday, but... I'm afraid that I have to have it. The madame went to protest again, and Nicola, still holding her arm, slammed the madame's hand down onto a table and stuck the knife in it. Her screams were torturous. In the back, in the back, the shoeboxes, she said, clutching at her hand. Go look, Nicola said to me. And quickly, I left to go look in the back office. And it was horrible, grimy. It was full of all sorts of crap. But in the corner was a stack of shoeboxes, and in them were little mini-DV tapes. And at the top, the very first box I looked at, laying at the top of the pile, was a tape from that very day. The name Nikolai was scribbled on it, and black marker, with a thick red line put through it. And so here it was. Proof. Proof that I was there. Proof I was there in plain sight, when Nikolai got murdered. You found anything? I heard Nikola shout from the other room. I quickly put the tape in my pocket and picked up the box and brought it back out to the bar. I, well, it looks like this is the latest batch. I mean, it's not here. You can rummage through it yourself if you like. And since there was nothing there, she started to get angry. Where is it, you old whore? She was shouting at the madame who was cowering by the bar, just quivering. As I looked down at her, I realised that whatever happened next would be my fault. I toyed with the tape in my pocket. Where is it? Who did it? Who killed Nikolai? Nicola was starting to go crazy. She was pulling at the madame's hair, holding her face up. Please, she pleaded back with tears. Please just leave. I don't have anything to help you. Just, Just take the money. Take the money in the back and... I don't want your money, Nicholas spat back. You took my sister away. You used me. And even now, and even now you pretend like you're helping me when you're not. (sighs) It may not look like it, the madame said, but I am. I am helping you, I promise. The madame turned to me. Both of you. Nicholas smiled, bent down to face her. Then let me help you like you helped me. And with that, 
Nicola plunged the knife into the madame's throat and twisted it sideways, leaving a gaping hole in her neck. The madame tried reaching her hands up, but blood was gushing out everywhere. She couldn't speak, and... Well, neither could I. I just stood there, by Nicola, watching this poor old woman die in front of me. Didn't say a word. I didn't even move. I felt my consciousness fall deep into myself. It was like a... It was like an out-of-body experience. I felt a tug at my sleeve, but... I just couldn't turn my eyes away. I felt like I had to watch. I just had to watch her slowly bleed out. Come on, Nicola shouted. As she started throwing alcohol around the bar. She then got a dirty rag from the sink, poured more booze on it and ran to the front door. Let's go, she said. She set light to the rag and threw it at the bar, smashing the mirror. The whole thing just caught fire. And then we walked out. Don't run, she said under her breath. And I didn't. We just calmly walked away and kept walking. Like the walk over there, we didn't speak. We just walked in complete silence. I then realised that we were heading in the wrong direction. I presumed we were going home, but apparently not. Where are we going? I asked. Somebody wants to meet you, Nicholas said. Shouldn't we talk about what just happened first? What you just did? We did it. You and me. Don't forget that. You're with me now. It's your knife. I'm wearing your clothes. Jesus, I said. What is this, a threat? No, not at all. Look, I just want you to know that we're in this together now. We're going to see this through until the end. She placed her hand on my shoulder and then went in to kiss me on the cheek. (laughs) On the cheek, I thought. Like something platonic. Great. Well, who are we meeting, I asked. I guessed it had to be someone vaguely important that we have to go meet them right this moment. You'll see, she said, and gave a tiny little smile, which, after what just happened, just felt weird. It was disturbing. We walked for another 15 minutes until we got to a small cafe. It was the same cafe I'd met in with Jackie, which seemed like years ago now, but it had only been a matter of days. I half expected to see her, to be honest. That maybe this was who we were here to meet. But when I looked in, all I could see was a couple of bloated middle-aged men and a young blonde girl sitting by herself. She turned around and when she saw us, her eyes lit up. Did she recognise me? Did I know her? Nicola walked up and gave her a hug. She introduced me to her as Sophia. And when she spoke... I noticed an accent. I sat down, and Nicola calmly just said, "Uh, You might know Sophia's father. I told her that he's been missing for some time now, hasn't he? Sophia nodded. She couldn't have been more than 15, 16. Oh, really? What's What's his name? I asked. And suddenly, I knew. As soon as she spoke, I knew who her father was. Henry, she said. Henry's his name.
If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.